everybody. So we are very excited today. We are here for our first ever live episode of the Hallmarkies podcast. And uh, we are a part of the uh, Guy at the Movies virtual film festival. And uh, so when our Hallmarkies friends are listening to this on Wednesday, uh, if it sounds a little bit different, that's because uh, this is all live. It's very exciting. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I have two guests today. Uh, Anne is here. Coast Anne. Hey, everybody. Yes, and special guest today, Andre is here uh, from Backseat Directors. Yes, thank you so much. Your first time on Hallmarkies podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. This is very exciting. I hope. Yes. I hope I fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. It'll be great. Uh, so uh, we also have, uh, which we normally don't have because we don't normally don't record live. We have a comments uh, section open on the uh, the YouTube uh, stream. So uh, if people are watching this and they want to add their comments, please do so, and we'll try to read as many of those as we can as we go. So today we are talking about, uh, I, I was thinking about what we could talk about and that would be fun and uh, that, you know, it's a guy at the movies film festival. So what remains a comedy is very brotastic. And I thought about the 2005 <laughs> movie Hitch. So <laughs> this is pretty fun. Uh, and, uh, Anne, is this one that you saw in the theaters that you, uh, that you enjoyed or was this a first time watch for you? Remember, this is definitely a second time watch. I can't mm-hmm. remember if it's in the theaters or not. Um, I remember watching it with my friends. So I definitely remember that. I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but I did watch it today. So, mm-hmm. right. What about you, Andre? Oh, I've seen this movie a dozen times at least. Um, but I, di- I did not see it in theaters when it came out. I, I was not in the country when it came out. And so, ah. um, yeah, I think, it, I think it debuted February, 2005. I know I saw it later that year in 2005, but uh, now this is, this is a, in terms of rom-coms, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. So I actually was also out of the country. Well, not out of the country, out of movie going dumb. I was, I was also on my, uh, my mission for my church in 2005. And so I didn't also didn't see it uh, at the theater, um, but uh, I did catch up on it and really enjoyed it. And uh, what do you think? And did, uh, did you think it held up pretty well on the rewatch? I think it did. I was kind of worried because, you know, whenever you watch rewatch something in 2020, there's usually a few like, ooh, they wouldn't do that now. Or that's not politically correct. Um, but I thought it held up pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Andre? Um, oh, um, <laughs> I, I, one of the things, I, and I just wanted to say this because I did you say brotastic? Did you, is that I think you it said? is brotastic. Yeah. Because uh, I, I find that actually really fascinating because I would agree with you. I never thought of it that way though, yeah. because I mean, the genre is it's a romantic comedy, Yeah. but I think this is one of the very few romantic comedies from the point of a male protagonist. And so yeah. uh, and that's, that's something that I've, I've, I mean, as a guy, um, I really enjoy, but Will Smith, gosh, Will Smith is incredible in this movie. I mean, this is like, yeah. this is a perfect Will Smith movie. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I think that pretty much it does hold up. I, I will talk a little bit more about it. The only part that maybe would be different, I think in 2020 is the fact that, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the Allegra character, like the, the fact that she gets kind of, wooed at work i feel like that's something that we don't see as much now um because she she needs to be able to go to work and not be like uh not be uh oogled or uh you know like there needs to be a separation between that now i feel like there there's a lot more hesitancy now than there used to be with that kind of a plot and i so i you think sound that's like michael scott I think that's the one part no that would be. That, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think this is the one part that would probably be changed now. Um, but it's, I mean, it, it's fine. It, it's handled, I think, well enough. Uh, in, but I, I don't know. I think that's the one part that might be different now than, than in 2005. And even in Hallmark, I think they m- tried to move away from like workplace romances and stuff because it just, 
you know, with the, in the age of me too, you have to be real careful with that kind of thing, I think. <laughs> so, um, well, let's talk about the, the, the movie. Yes. You're, as you said, this is totally Will Smith's movie and he is super charming and charismatic and, uh, and, uh, especially I think at the beginning, the first like 30 minutes when he's in full hitch mode, I think oh, yeah. he's, he is really, really charming. Would you, would you agree, Andre? Oh, 100%. But yeah. that's, that, that's, that's Will Smith's MO. He, he is extremely charismatic and any movie that he plays in it, you know, even if it's in an action movie, it, the, mm-hmm. their persona of Will Smith is, it's it's just very charming and so the fact that it's displayed in like on full in this romantic comedy is it's it's just an enjoyable uh, performance by will smith for sure yeah well for a while there he was trying to win his oscar he was he was doing all these serious movies (laughs) i mean especially after earth oh man that movie is tough that is we don't talk about that movie (laughs) (laughs) And and I don't know movies like Seven Pounds and and things like that that are just so heavy uh, Mm -hmm. that it was kind of refreshing to go back and watch this and be like, oh, yeah, he's super charming. And he's had a very good last couple of years. I mean, he everybody, even if I didn't love the the new Aladdin, but I think everybody was kind of won over by his performance Mm -hmm. in there. Uh, so I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a favorite Will Smith uh, performance, Anne? Um, I really do like this one. Um, I also really I like the Bad Boys series. My husband and I. My husband mm-hmm. wishes he was Will Smith, so he loved. <laughs> he thinks yeah. he's for real. Um, so he, he always like whenever there's a Will Smith movie, he wants to see it. So we always. Yeah. But um, yeah. we like the Bad Boys series. I think him and Martin Lawrence play off well of each other, and it's actually an end comedy. Mm-hmm. So shines with that. Um, I'm not a fan of the more serious ones. I think he really shines with comedy. Not that he's not very talented at doing the more serious stuff. I just don't like serious things. It's just not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So he he gives his basic principles of dating at the in this beginning, and I want to talk about some of them with you guys and see if you agree that the with what he says. So he uh, he says that. He starts out with no woman wakes up saying, God, I hope I don't get swat- swept off my feet today. And that, that even if they basically like all women, even if they say they don't want a relationship, even if they say they're really busy, everybody actually really does want a relationship. And I think that that is definitely very true. <laughs> like everybody wants to fall in love. Like who doesn't want to have that happen in your life? Like, Right. Right, or at least for me, right? Yeah. I mean, you both are married, so so you you have a one up on me on this, but uh, but yeah, I think that's very true. That that uh, you know, for all the protesting that that a modern women might do, we all want to fall in love, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, and also, he says sixty percent of all human communication is nonverbal body language. Thirty percent is your tone. So that means that ninety percent of what you're saying ain't coming out of your mouth. Do you agree with that, Andre? Um, as with many of these things, and I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Um, <laughs> even though, even though uh, from from a kind of more psychological perspective. Mm-hmm. these might be true statistics and obviously statistics don't apply to everybody, but there's a lot of stuff that he says that it would be hard to disagree with in terms of the general population. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, so, I mean, some, you know, like that, yes, I agree. Um, again, not applicable to everyone, obviously like it can't, but, but on a broader sense, yes, I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I do agree. I think that maybe it's just because I'm a very uh, talkative person. (laughs) And so I, I don't think, I I think it's a little high that the uh, 30% is tone. 60% is nonverbal. I don't know if I'd go there. What do you think, Ian? (laughs) 
what did he say for the body language? I thought that was high. I was like, Ugh. he says sixty percent is nonverbal body language. I think that's kind of high. I mean, yeah. I'm one of those people that can't control my face, so that is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. My I'll, I'll give you guys a small anecdote. So I. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, um, he's he in the last few years, he's become very famous or infamous, maybe uh, depending on who you ask. But he's a, a psychology professor out of the University of Toronto, uh, Jordan Peterson. But anyway, he I just listened to this uh, lecture that he gave talking about eye contact and why Ugh. on magazines on magazines um, that you and it rarely shows a person on a magazine that's not looking straight at you because eye contact is, is one of the most key um, nonverbal um, gestures or forms of communication that, that humans give off that, that when someone is looking at us, we can't help but look back. And so body language, body language, you know, stuff like eye contact. I, I mean, maybe the numbers aren't there, yeah. but it is very important. <laughs> well, the hard part about that for me is that I have what's called a strabismus in my eye, basically like a lazy eye. And I've had surgery on it twice. And so eye contact is actually really hard for me. So when I hear that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, no. I mean, that's why I love podcasting. I can just talk. <laughs> hey, well, if it's any consolation, but Rachel... I could not tell whatsoever. I had no idea that oh, you, well, thank you had surgeries or anything. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. You can't tell. Well, I had to work really hard to like, it's, it's a conscientious effort on my part to make, have good eye, good eye contact because it's not something that's natural to me. Uh, mm -hmm. And so uh, it's, it's been a struggle my, my whole life. Uh, but, uh, but thank you. I appreciate that. And we did have some comments, Colleen Lowe, uh, who is my co-host on the Fran cast that we do. She says, I don't remember if I saw it in the theater, but I've probably seen it 15 times over the years. It's still so hilarious. And he, she says, this is my favorite film role for him, but you can, you can't beat fresh prints. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, <laughs> uh, and he, he, this is an interesting thing. He says, my job is to open her eyes basic principles, no matter what, no matter when, no matter who, any man has a chance to sweep any woman off her feet. He just needs the right broom. What do you think about that, Anne? Do you agree? <laughs> um, I, it's hard. It's like, I agree to a certain extent. Yeah. I think that unique circumstances can help you see somebody. I just don't know if it's like any person ever, but I do think that <laughs> you can highlight somebody by putting them in the path and by helping them be seen. Yeah. They could have a chance. And that's definitely, you know, important. Cause that's, that's what I'll tell you need is a chance for someone to really see you. Um, and so I don't know. It's like, uh, it's, I kind of wrestle with it. I'm not sure about any person ever, you know, just, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, you yeah. know, like a famous like me like i would love to you know be chris evans wife but that's not gonna happen because i'm just me so you know like you know he is single <laughs> but yeah and what do we what do you think about that andre oh i don't know if i feel qualified to answer that <laughs> I don't agree. I mean, I think that there are so many uh, aspects of a person that make for a connection uh, or not. I, I, uh, I think that you have so many factors like, uh, say, religion, say, uh, lifestyle, say, there's so many things that I don't think that any man can be with any woman. I just don't. There's too... Uh, I think that there's a pretty big pool and we probably don't have the pool big enough. We probably sort of think that, think that it's more narrow than it is, but I'm not willing to go the other, the other stretch and say literally anybody can be with anyone. I don't think that's true. There's too many factors that come into play, but who knows? I'm single. Yeah. So what the heck do I know? <laughs> no, I think, I, I know. think, I think that's a fair answer though. I, I do. I think that's a fair answer. It, it is. It's probably way too, um, I don't know, too much of an impossibility to say that. Yeah. That any man could be with any woman, but I, I also, I don't believe that 
you know, the more, I guess, uh, fantastical romantic notion that you have one soulmate and one person only mm-hmm. is like, you know, that, that, that I do not, I do not, mm-hmm. not subscribe to that type of belief. <laughs> Yeah, and his whole point is to try to give these men sort of more confidence and to help them to believe that they can uh, that they can get these the the attention of these women that they think are way out of their league, and uh, and I like kind of like how later on he talks about how uh, that like women just expect guys to have all this confidence and not be nervous and and uh, and. Th- and they don't realize how hard it is sometimes. And I think that's definitely true uh, that we can be like, what, why don't you just ask her out? You know, why don't you just, you know, that we think it's easy, but it's not, it's definitely not always easy. So uh, we had comments from Donna Jo Strickler. She says, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Working for a principal of a high school. I talk with parents every day. Mostly they are upset. And uh, so it, it's how you you know deal with conflict, how how you manage that. And she also says, uh, she says, still really love in Independence Day is her favorite. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, I always laugh at that the, the Independence Day resurgence that they just have this painting of Will Smith. And- <laughs> Hey, well, at least Will Smith knew not to sign up for that movie. Yeah, okay. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, and so <laughs> he he says that uh, he says you cannot use what you do not have. If you are shy, be shy. If you are outgoing, be outgoing. And I think that that is very true. Yeah. That that you're definitely not going to win over anybody by pretending to be somebody that you're not. That's not going to, maybe for a first date, everybody does it a little bit on the first date. Um, but uh, <laughs> you have to, you have to be, be yourself. And uh, I don't know, both of you are married. Uh, so without uh, maybe getting too personal, is that something in your dating experience? Is that something that you can relate to at all? Uh, like your was your first what was your first dates kind of like? Were they super awkward or did you just feel natural or, or uh, what about that? What about that? Um, well, for me, like my husband and I were friends for like okay. ish before. And so we were friends and then actually some reflection and some stuff just kind of helped me like see him in a different way. Uh-huh. Like, hey, that sounds weird. But one day I kind of saw him differently and then, um, yeah. And so then like our friendship just kind of developed into yeah. a friendship. So, that's so cool. That yeah. That's the ideal. That's the dream. Yeah, it is. Cause then you really yeah. see somebody kind of before. And so, you know, they're not like, just like you said, pretending to be somebody else or like putting on some show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that you can tell when you're being given a, a an act when it's not authentic and uh, that, I'd rather have somebody that's super nervous and awkward than somebody that's trying to be all slick and, and <laughs> that's oh, not <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so he also says that, uh, that he gives more of his dating tips. He says, listen to what she is saying and respond. And I'd say that's a general, just uh, yes. being an effective person, not even just a dater. Listening <laughs> is an important thing to do. In- yeah relationship friendship yes. parenting i mean any kind of you know yeah and not be thinking ahead of time what you are going to say uh and uh and while they're talking yeah. and so uh that then and that's a very easy tra- trap to fall into if you're not careful oh yeah especially like when you're having an argument with somebody your mind is kind of doing like what you just said, thinking what you're going to say when they stop talking, which is not listening to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it just makes you feel frustrated if the person isn't, isn't listening. And a lot of times that, that thinking 
uh, ahead of time can be a way of sort of judging that person. Like I'm, I'm anticipating ahead of time what you're going to say, and it's not going to be either uh, that I, I'm going to judge that you are going to say something unkind or you're going to say something whatever. And so you're kind of preparing. It's like a defense mechanic mechanism. We lost Andre. I'm not sure what happened to him. <laughs> Hopefully he can come back. Um, but uh, he says, great love happens in a blink of an eye. Three days is all you, three dates is all you need. And then the first kiss will tell you everything you need to know about the relationship. Uh, since you had a little bit more of a uh, of friends to, to partners relationship, uh, do you agree that three days, three dates is all you need? I don't think three dates is all you need. No. I will say that um, my, my college uh, minister, he kind of said, like, three months, you know, you know if someone, by, if by three months, you should know if someone's the one or not. And I would say I agree with that statement. That's a lot different than three dates. It's a lot longer. <laughs> um, but I within three months, I, I said, one. But I mean, yeah, three dates is that's not long enough to know. I mean, you should, I guess, know if you don't like somebody for sure in three days. Yeah. But not, not, but not like if they're the one, you know? Yeah. I think that sometimes you do know. And I, I've, I've known couples. My, my cousin, Kristen, she, uh, she had an incredibly fast courtship. She met her husband in like March or April. And then she, they got married in June. Wow. And uh, still married, and that was like, I don't know, 2002. Yeah. I mean, they've been married a long time, mm-hmm. and so uh, they—you um, never know. It can be very, very fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do, I but I do agree with you more. I think you know that it's not working yeah. oh, <laughs> by three dates. I think that, but <laughs> probably even maybe they have the end of one, depending how long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that pretty much, I mean, cause even, so he has his like nightmare, like the date goes completely wrong, but there's enough in there to at least tell her that, uh, that he was trying and that there's potential there. So, uh, so yeah, the, 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 you know, the, the, on how I met your mother, Barney had the lemon roll and that supposedly within a, uh, what did he say? Within 30 minutes of a first date, you could, you could tell whether the person, and there's a whole episode, the lemon, the lemon, you could tell if it's a lemon. And I don't know if I'd go that far, but I think (laughs) you can usually tell by the end of the first date, if it's like completely not a match. Yeah. 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 And so what you have here is the, uh, then you have, um, he says, uh, he says, life is not about the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. So that was pretty, that was pretty Hallmark Cardi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like. That was good. I was like, oh yeah, I've been saying this before. And I was like, it's still good. It's yeah. Still- so this is when we get introduced to Ava Mendes' character. And what did you think about her? Did you like her performance in the film? I did. I liked her performance. I thought her character was kind of, interesting uh just because you know she's just very i guess not the typical woman we would see in a hallmark film uh she's kind of a cynic and kind of you know that kind of person but um i thought she did well i like her i thought she did a good job Mm -hmm. i don't think they should have named her sarah i feel like that does not fit her character at all (laughs) i don't know i just i mean that's a small nitpick but i would picture her with even Maria, I think, would be better, or just I don't know, just don't seem like a Sarah to me. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think she's really good. She's playing this like cynical journalist uh, who uh, is you know bitter about love, and and uh, and she uh, is pretty skeptical of Will Smith at the beginning, and uh, but I think that you see her change and grow mm-hmm. throughout the course of the film. And you also get to learn about Will Smith's character, Hitch's nerd days in college. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what you, you liked a nerdy Will Smith? Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, they had his flashback. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Yeah. 
Cressida like for him. <laughs> Cressida Baylor, she's she's oh my god, she's the worst. Yeah, I remember I remember that. When I saw that scene, I was like, oh, I remember this scene in the rain. Yeah. And uh and she I'd forgotten completely about that whole part. So she cheats on him and uh ruins his his faith in women and he becomes kind of cynical himself in a way even though he's giving all this dating advice he doesn't actually take it himself mm-hmm. very well and uh so then we get to meet albert brenneman played by kevin james yeah. and what did you think about him he's introduced as being he's born without game he has no game <laughs> well i love um I love Albert. I just think that I just think that Kevin James did a really good job playing him. It's so funny throughout the course of the movie, just this different things that he does and says and um, how he's taking, well, you know, uh, Hitch's advice and stuff is uh, Kevin. He did a great job. It was, it was, mm-hmm. he was fun. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's a little bit interesting about his character is you wouldn't expect somebody like Albert to, uh, to even have the confidence at all to to go after Allegra, and yeah. I mean, maybe that's what helps you buy the fact that they do end up together. That uh, he he is more confident than than it would seem, just to even have the the thought of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To really be willing to to really do it, mm-hmm. go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a bit of a, uh, a cliche that you have in a lot of romantic comedies that you have the uh, the uh, the teddy bear m- man with the gorgeous uh, model woman, and I, that's fine. But I w- I do wish that you'd have it flipped around every now and then. You almost that's never that's see. True. You pretty much never see it flipped. Yeah. yeah. That uh, and in fact they had talked about uh, a while back of doing a um gender swapped uh version of Splash and they were going to have Channing Tatum uh as the mermaid and uh and then they were going to have Jillian Bell I believe as the uh, um as the Tom Hanks character and not that she's like super overweight or anything which is just like normal um and i like i could i think that could be really interesting that would be i don't know oh i would be for it i think it could be interesting i think they should do you know one where it's like a a plus size woman and yeah a gorgeous man yeah um you know i i enjoyed uh rebel wilson's movie yes me too yeah with liam uh liam and isn't it romantic uh, yeah. with her and um, Liam Hemsworth? I think that any Hallmarky enjoyed that movie more than most. We should probably do an episode on it eventually yeah. because yeah. it 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 was so much satire about Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much making fun of them the whole time. But it was, yeah, because I was like, this is it was fun. <laughs> and when she goes to to uh to the to the romantic comedy world and everything's like covered with fake flowers and yeah. and the lighting is like super bright I mean, yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh uh so hard uh so then uh we have he admits his crush on allegra and uh and then uh his his main problem doesn't seem to be a lack of confidence or really a uh uh, a, a a lot of problems. His main problem seems to be he's just super clumsy and messy. That's true. He is very clumsy and messy. <laughs> That's not a big part of it. I think his confidence maybe a little bit because he just like he said he just really needed to be in the right place at the right time and like have confidence to say something when he was in that place at that time. Yeah. Other than that, then he was you know he really once the ball was rolling he was he was okay. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and so, yeah, he, most of it's just like, stay out of his way because he's like a disaster area when it comes to walking, like walking or like any kind of putting any kind of condiment on. We're taking <laughs> anything. Mustard. <laughs> yeah. With mustard. Uh, and so uh, then uh, he, uh, he defends Allegra at uh, this uh, this board meeting uh, where she wants to uh, in 
uh, invest in her uh, friend's business and uh, they all say, oh, no, we'll give you a list of proper investments or whatever. And he's like, no, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. And uh, so that was a nice moment, I think, for his character, because it's not even really what Hitch is teaching him to do. Uh, it's his his own mm-hmm. uh, his own um, personality yeah. coming out and defending, defending her. And. Then you have uh, the um, uh, you have a little bit of a meet cute between Will Smith and Eva Mendes's character, and uh, and then you get to get some of that chemistry, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you have uh, him making it very clear that he is not a hit it and quit it uh, business. So you have this this jerk. And that wants him to just arrange a a hookup. Mm -hmm. And he tells him, I actually like women. (laughs) I like how he said that. I actually, I deal with people who like women because you actually don't. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that that's a key moment for his character because you need that to know that he's likable, you know, and that he's a good guy. Yeah. And so it goes a long way. And so then we get this big elaborate date that he takes her on uh, where they go jet skiing and uh, he makes her wake up really early in the morning. That's the only part of it that I would be like, ah, 7am. Are you crazy? Yeah. (laughs) Not to mention that I don't know how to ride a jet ski or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I would be like, um, I don't know how to do this. (laughs) I'm like, you want me to ride it in the Hudson of all places? Um, yeah, and so they end up at Ellis Island, and he has it all set up where she's she's going to see her ancestor's name in this log at Ellis Island, uh, but it goes terribly wrong uh, because it turns out that that uh, that man, that grandfather, was a criminal, and a uh, and they're all very ashamed of him, and uh, so. I I uh, I I think that's it's interesting because you know you hear about all these sort of elaborate dates, but mm-hmm. I think actually just the just sometimes just talking and doing something very sim- simple like planning a meal mm-hmm. and talking is all that you really need. You don't need all the stuff. You don't need like yeah, all this stuff mm-hmm. to kind of see what's what's between you or to learn about somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, and so then, uh, she takes, she talks to her friend and she says, well, he really did try. And so she kind of understands that. And, uh, and then, uh, he's giving, there's a bunch of sequences where he's giving, uh, Albert a bunch of advice on dating, where to put his hand, where to, uh, to get the approval of the BFF, all of this, this, the tips on kissing, all of that. And they just supposedly you to go 90% of the way and then hold. <laughs> and I, I think that if we judge Hallmark movies, that's probably true. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's hold for a long time because then they get interrupted. Yeah, exactly. Hold long enough for someone to yell your name or the phone to ring. Or yeah. Okay. Happen. That's the problem. You just got to go for it. You, you have a limited time period of when to to be able to get a kiss in, and in this uh, in this scenario. So, with at least by for judging by Hallmark movies, um, and I do love the whole scene where he's like, "You don't need to help me with the dancing. I've got that. I've got that." That's like the infamous, the, the famous scene. Oh, because it's just so funny when he's like, oh, you don't need to help me. Yeah. Define what you don't need to help me means and he like plays music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite. That's why I think that it makes Albert work as a character again because he has this sort of underlying confidence yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that uh, that he uh, he works is a believable character. But yeah, that's a really funny scene. And, and then they go, she takes him to a cooking lesson. So this is kind of her chance to uh, to kind of mess it up <laughs> in a way. Um, and I, I think in, in her defense, she, he should have told her that he had these allergies. They never even said what it was. And I watched it today. I'm like, oh, yeah, did they ever say what it is? And I, I mean, maybe he didn't know because he never said, oh, yeah, I have a blah, blah, blah allergy. 
Yeah, maybe he never had. I've, yeah, was, was it peanuts or something like that? Yeah, or shellfish. I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah, it could have been shellfish. Uh, yeah, so he blows up like... Oh, my God. <laughs> that makeup wow that's that thing they put on his face yeah and then they're just like chugging the benadryl he's like drinking it like it's like a capri sun yeah. yeah that made me laugh <laughs> and uh so uh and then he she ends up at uh or he ends up at her apartment anyway they end up she's sleeping on the sofa yeah. And in the next uh, morning, she thinks that he's like gone and she's just like, oh, I'm such an idiot. And there he is coming back with the coffee and really, really cute. Yeah. So, uh, and we, uh, we start to see both relationships kind of grow and uh, you, you have the, uh, the hair removal scene. Oh, <laughs> Albert. Yeah. Uh, Gosh. <laughs> I, yeah, that would be the worst. I think all of us ladies have experienced some of that and we know, we can empathize. Oh, yes. I was like, yes, this is the women's, uh, you know, women go through pain all the time. Men don't really know much about it. It's very painful. Yeah. The things. <laughs> yeah. And so she finds out that uh, that Hitch is this dating guy uh, through this the skeevy guy who wanted to hook up, and uh, so she writes this whole article exposing his business. And uh, yeah, uh, do, how do you think they handled that whole situation? Could you see her point, or do you think? I mean, I guess because from her perspective, what happened to her friend specifically was, or what she thought happened, you know, it was obviously terrible. Like just to help somebody, you know, hook up with somebody, that's bad. Um, I did understand her viewpoint in the fact of like, now I feel like you were playing me. You knew this stuff about me. I was being worked by someone who's a professional. I can understand that kind of viewpoint when you find out, oh, this person's like a professional person who helps people. And, you know, and then you look yeah. at interaction you're like oh well how much of them was being real and how much of them was working their little you know program or step-by-step mm -hmm. step play or whatever um, yeah and then they have the whole scene at speed dating which i think is kind of hilarious <laughs> i like that and uh and i like he says does it ever occur to women that, it, that maybe a guy would like to have a plan because he's nervous and i think that's very true Mm -hmm. That we we kind of assume that they that it's easy when it's not, and if and if girls are ever uh, asked to be the the instigator, you know, to set up the date and everything like that, a lot of times you were like, oh yeah, this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but Colleen says it was shellfish, so I think that I think because it was sushi or something like that or some kind of yeah. It was yeah. like a fancy thing. That's what made me think it was maybe shellfish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so then she's watching Jerry Maguire, which I feel like is just the go-to for, for these kind of movies. If you want him to be watching a rom-com, yeah. uh, you complete me. <laughs> you, you had me at hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe next year for... Um, a guy at the movies film festival will do Jerry Maguire. <laughs> that one's a, a guy-centric uh, <laughs> rom-com as well. So uh, then you have uh, the um, uh, they she apologizes and Albert is just like spiraling, and she, he says, "I've waited my whole life to feel this miserable." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, she loves this woman so much. I know, I know. And I think we've all had those sort of couples in our lives where you're like, how on earth did you get together? But I'm so glad you did because you're such an unusual pair. I think that's probably what Albert and uh, Allegra's family are thinking. Like, what is <laughs> going on? Yeah. But uh, so... Then, uh, and you get the fight between Albert and Hitch, which is pretty, pretty hilarious, I think. <laughs> um, and so, 
Okay, so then we have um, the uh, the brother-in-law. I, I do think this part was a little bit, a uh, little bit grown and juicy. The hitch shows up yeah. at her apartment, and handsome brother-in-law is there. But of course, he doesn't know that it's Tom. You know, and and uh, the uh, it's one of those those romantic comedy contra- contrivances that just like a a two minute conversation would clear everything all up, like yeah. slow down. Except for things that music cued to it. I'm like, oh gosh, okay. It's really Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then uh he, he says uh he says, what if fine isn't good enough? What if I want extraordinary? And so that's pretty good. And this whole scene where he's like jumping on the car and <laughs> <laughs> and she's just I, I think it, i think it's supposed to be like a stick car and it's just like she is not driving it well i mean like yeah she's struggling driving it correctly no i think tom would be like can i drive and let you all handle yourself <laughs> yes and uh yeah out of the two couples would which would be your favorite which do you think has the most chemistry uh, which would be your your oh, favorite of the two? So hard. Like, I know different things I like about both of them. Yeah, I mean, when I watched it this time, I have to say I I really liked watching Albert and Allegra. Yeah, you know, I guess like maybe I just forgot their interaction more and like surprised me more or something. But I just love the way like when he was like they were at the basketball game and like the whistling thing, and then he got the mustard all over him, and he was just like so cute and like so like they were just so happy to like be together and like it was just I don't know I really enjoyed their their interactions and their chemistry. Yeah, yeah, and I love it when Hitch says to Allegra. You know, that's all Albert. Ah, we got Andrew back. Yay. <laughs> Yay. You guys, I am so sorry. I am so <laughs> no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry that, you're, that you didn't get back till so late, but well, we were just I've talking. Been, I have been a part of the conversation oh, literally for almost the entire time. It took, I don't know what happened. I apologize, but I have <laughs> been a part of it. I'm sorry. I just oh, can't have it contributing. So, so what do you um, think about hitch and sarah or allegra and albert what are your opinions on these couples like like whose relationship was i more interested in yeah who do you like the most who do you think will be the most uh likely to succeed do you think uh yeah um uh, to succeed yeah as a couple i'm not sure i'm not sure i really don't know no, I, I I can't answer. I can't answer that. I, I'm every time yeah. I watch the movie, though, I'm always interested in in Sarah and their relationship. And I heard what you said about not liking Sarah's name. <laughs> that, that was very funny. Well, just for Eva Mendes's character, I would expect her to have a little bit more of like a, uh, I don't know, just a more exotic name. Uh, since, but Technical, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Technical difficulties. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, Albert and Allegra's relationship. The reason why I appreciate it is I think it, it demonstrates whether or not Hitch is successful at what he's doing and whether or not he's good at what he does as a, as a career. And so, because they're the two most unlikely people to come together. And so if Hitch actually knows what he's doing, then, Mm -hmm. then he will be able to succeed in that relationship. But anyway, there you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Colleen, she says, I actually think Hitch and Sarah have more chemistry, but I think Albert and Allegra are better overall. And I think that that's probably where I'm at. I probably agree uh, with that. Uh, the Do you think that Hitch is going to continue on being a relationship person? Because he says at the end, basic principles, there are none. Uh, do you, do you think he's going to kind of retool it and, or he's just going to move on to something else? What do you think, Andre? Oh gosh. I, what, a, I hope he moves on. Cause mm-hmm. I think, I think his motivations and his passion behind it is because is because of the, the heartbreak that he has had and what it's led him to and the lessons he's learned. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like his mission in this role is complete. 
but mm -hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> what do you, what do you think, Anne? Yeah. I mean, the way he ended it, like when he was talking to Allegra, he was like, really? He was like, I didn't do anything, you know? And like you said, the end, he's kind of like, so it seems like he's going to go away from it. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> like from his character's perspective, it seems like he's like trying to do some, do something else, find something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, on one hand, I want to, I would want to say, keep doing it because as a single person, like it's so hard to meet people yeah. and, and people need that kind of like encouragement. I mean, I would love if I could find a quality matchmaker who's not, uh, I don't know. I've actually looked into it and I haven't been able to find anything that looks anything really good. Um, and, uh, and I would love to be able to find a hitch. I would pay good money for that. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to be my hitch, set me up. Uh, I, I'm I'm ready to go. But uh, but yeah, so kind of hope. I feel like singles need people like him, or the they if you don't have things like that, you're just stuck with online dating, which is the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or apps. Uh, maybe he would design the the uh, the hitch app. Uh, would be if they ever did a sequel, which I'm kind of surprised they never did. Yeah. I feel like this this movie has tons of potential for a sequel, but it, well, and I think the surprising part is because of how, how successful it was at the box office. One, mm -hmm. I was surprised the movie cost $70 million to make. I don't know. Other than Will Smith's paycheck. I don't know what they spent $70 million yeah. on Two, it worldwide. I think it grossed over $350 million. It was like a smash hit. It really was. Yeah. It was a big hit. Yeah. It's surprising. I will and, say that it's one of the only rom-coms that when I was, when my husband and I were dating that I could get him to watch without, without talk back or wrestle <laughs> or convince him. So it's really easy for women to convince their significant other to go and not have like all this. Oh, go with yeah. your friends. Oh, go with your mom. Oh, go. And they're like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this is a brotastic one. So we were saying that uh, you know Jerry Maguire would probably be the other brotastic mm. rom romantic comedy. You know, yeah, that's that's actually yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So next year, what we have, we all agree next year for Guy at the Movies Virtual Film Festival, we'll, we'll do Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, uh, I'd, be, yeah. I'd be really interested to know like what other brotastic rom-coms there are. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet they're, they're if, probably not too many, maybe. Yeah. If anybody has, I mean, there's the whole uh, like Judd Apatow versions, but I know those ones are, are not, those ones are not very Hallmark, Hallmarkies podcast friendly. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jerry Maguire is rated R, but, uh, but it's pretty tame. But um, but yeah, a lot of them are 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 very uh, vulgar and just not not my favorite. Um, but uh, you know, like there's things like train wreck and stuff like that. But uh, but I don't know. Or knocked up. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, if you have any, let us know in the comments any of your favorite brotastic uh, rom coms. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, so he just says to her at the end, he says, there's only one person that makes me feel like I can fly. So that, that, that's what we like to see in our romantic comedies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think his character does get pretty vulnerable, especially for being so like slick and cool mm -hmm. that, uh, that he, uh, he has enough uncomfortable moments that make him very endearing mm -hmm. for Hitch. So, oh, guy, guy at the movies. He says fifty first dates. I, I think I would also. I think the wedding singer is probably one of those. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I mean, then Adam Sandler's got a, a few of the brotastic rom coms <laughs> under his belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan, but uh, but there you go. But uh, but the wedding singer is is pretty is pretty good. But uh, but yeah, so basically that's the movie. That's uh, the hitch out of. If you were giving it uh, one to five stars, what would you give it, Anne? Um, three point seven five. <laughs> Very good. All right. What about you, Andre? 
It's an easy four out of five for me. I think yeah. I think it's rewatchability is why I rate it so high is because mm-hmm. you really can watch this all the time and not really get sick of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think a solid four out of five, I think it totally delivers what it sets out to do, which is all you can ask of a movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that it's very sweet and I like both of the relationships and it's funny. It makes you laugh. I mean, he's very funny. <laughs> and I think we, we, we forget, cause like I said, he did go through that uh, Oscar phase. Uh, we forget how funny Will Smith can be with the right material and how, just how charismatic he is. Yeah. He's hey, I'm just curious. Star. I'm curious. Do you, do you guys have any, like, do you have your favorite moments of the movie or do you have any favorite scenes or anything like that? Um, probably my favorite moment is probably the whole date I think is really good. Uh, the, the Ellis Island date. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> that's why I wanted to ask you guys because I, I just rewatched, I mean, I rewatched it to get ready for, for our show. And when they get to Ellis Island and he shows her, you know, kind of that genealogy book and her great grandfather's name is right there. And, you know, she gets yeah. emotional and yeah. he's like feeling all proud. Like, you know, like I, you know, I'm breaking her down. <laughs> and she just, he's he like, that didn't go tears. as well. As I, I, it, it was so <laughs> funny just to see like, like, yeah, just, uh, you know, his expectations or at least what he was hoping yeah. to achieve, you know, he got there, but then it went way more than he ever anticipated. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that just made me think about of another you, bro. This made me think of another brotastic one is 500 Days of Summer. Totally oh, from his perspective. Great, yeah, that's yeah. a great choice. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one. And what about fa- yeah. favorite moment? Yeah, I love all the moments where where Will Smith is trying to tame Kevin James. Like yeah. the, the dancing is obviously oh, there. <laughs> it's up there for sure. <laughs> like, no, don't ever do that. Or yeah. <laughs> Or lose that or that i just think it's just so funny the way will smith delivers and kevin james responses so mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool so there we go i think we covered it and uh so and where can people find you you can find me on instagram and twitter at awscott21 great and uh, andre what about you um, first, sorry again for the technical difficulties. <laughs> I hope uh, okay. the show was still watchable for everybody. But uh, just just go to backseatdirectors.com, uh, backseatdirectors on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yep. Yes. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check all of that out. I've been doing a lot of reviews lately. And then also make sure you're following the Homeworkies podcast. And you can find us on social media at Homeworkies Pod or Homeworkies Podcast. And uh, you can listen to us all, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And we also have our YouTube channel at the uh, the Homeworkies Podcast uh, YouTube. So please check all of that out. And uh, we have a lot of fun uh, interviews and other fun stuff that we do every week. Uh, and we have our regular episodes on Wednesdays, interviews on Monday. Uh, and before you know it, we're already planning the Christmas season. We're going to be start doing our previews for Christmas in October. And then, uh, then the end of October, it starts uh, the official season. And so it's going to be wild and crazy. So make sure you're following us because you don't want to miss it. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> And so check all that out. And thanks so much for having us at the festival. And uh, and we'll look forward to hearing your thoughts about Hitch. And thanks so much, everybody. And bye, everyone.